Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest in studio. And which studio is this? Which studio is this? Right. Straight at 944 Cup Film. <laughs> guys, let me tell you something. This is what we're talking about. Uh, right now, let me just tell you guys that we have a guest in studio. Jin Rangun, I'm going to tell you about but I have a question for the guest. Where are you, Nani? Naitwa Masimutindi. And... I'm a lawyer by profession, yes. but in terms, that's what I do. Uh, and also a certified information privacy manager. Uh-huh. And I'm here to talk about, uh, yeah, privacy, data protection, bring all your questions. Yeah, uh, Yeah. but in terms of defining myself, yes. without job titles and everything, yeah, who are you? I'm a child of God. Mimi ni mutoto. Hidunia adulting, mimi ni mutoto. These are the people. Adulting. Mimi ni mutoto wa mungu. A girl king, I had adulting. Ah, <laughs> uh, Martin. Ha. So Martin. my first question, <laughs> Masi Mutindi, of privacy of information, uh, is our information, our information. Since we are online, we have signed up for many things. We signed up for Hotmail. Let me just go. Oh my God. We signed up for Hotmail. Then <laughs> guys went into streetgraduates.com. They did so many things yeah. all the way to now. TikToking and all other things. Is our information? private um yes and no depends on which part of your information uh-huh. but for uh, the rule is once you share it uh be ready to live with the consequences of it never being forgotten there's uh-huh. actually a saying that says the internet never forgets uh-huh. and in this day and age of all the apps and that's all the internet yeah so once it's out there you can't really control what people do with it uh, and that's where the law comes in so that's why there are all these data protection laws cyber security laws because it's become an issue and and you know the companies you entrust your information to or you share it out there people do whatever they want and now someone has to come and regulate and police and set ground rules for everybody that once you cross this line you're in trouble and there will be repercussions uh, for our mothers and aunties and <laughs> dads uh, yeah. is oh. it too late for them yeah. no this, this it, the laws just came up yeah. recently juicy too juicy too so uh, since they have already been sharing and getting into very many things yeah. uh, uh, there's Ola Segun from Nigeria has told them their son is going through something they put mm. bank prince has asked them for something if you don't do this and pray 45 times you know the world will come crashing down is it too late for them? no it's not too late for them uh, because actually before even we got the laws for privacy it's so privacy the laws themselves may be new particularly in Kenya because we got ours in 2019 mm-hmm. which is you know recent but in terms of life we've all had privacy and private spaces even from the way we build our houses uh-huh. bedrooms are in a certain place washrooms bathrooms toilets their doors privacy in and of itself is not necessarily a new concept yeah. uh, bank slips you know, when you go to the ATM and withdraw, like people still, you know, would keep some of these things private. So oh. it's not necessarily a hundred percent new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just that <laughs> there are a bit uh, new modalities because of the technological advancements. Ah. So just to set context, we're having this conversation because it was Data Privacy Day uh-huh. uh, on 
Sunday, the yes. 28th of January, and this is a day that is uh, commemorated annually. This year, the theme is Take Control of Your Data. So we're having this chat with Mercy Mutindi. We did have somebody on uh, breakfast, I believe, yesterday. Yes. But I think it's a very important conversation. So we asked Mercy to come and continue demystifying this topic and ask yourself, in the meantime, have you taken control of your data? That's the question we'll be answering when we get back. We are here on the jam talking about your privacy, your data security. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you know the way you've just been accepting things that yours. Samsung has now someone else has done something else and you're just chilling and you've been told ah, security features have been whatever. Please update. Do you know what you're updating? Do you know what you're doing? It, it, well, can we start from what 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 is considered private information? Let's start with that. Start that. Like, that's a yeah, like yeah, because well, uh, there are some things Martin talks about here, very publicly, yeah. and some people might think, uh, <laughs> what is considered private information? Okay, so under the Data Protection Act, and generally in law, there's a bit of a difference um, it, between personal data the act talks about personal data mm -hmm. not necessarily what is private information mm -hmm. that's number one mm -hmm. uh, so we have personal data which examples that are given in the act is you know name email address um, where you stay for example um, oh. and, and similar things so things that can be used to identify you okay so anything uh, that would help anyone identify you so that could be your name or even your characteristics so for example if I'm the only uh, if, if you come into this room and say you know the lady uh, with a, a dress with flowers mm. okay mm. that's that's that that like oh yeah it's greek <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's only there's only one person whose clothes have flowers so it makes that person identifiable yes. and and that would then be considered also personal, personal. data mm -hmm. now in personal data there's also the subset of it that's called sensitive personal mm -hmm. information okay mm -hmm. and this now goes to things like uh the act says marital status your tribe your ethnicity okay this, yes, this is that is sensitive yes it, it is considered sensitive yes uh, and, and, you know, because uh, this would also tend to be the, the basis for things like discriminatory action or, you know, other um, infractions of the law. But that is considered sensitive. Oh. So we do have quite a bit of sensitive information. So, so who should IDs. not have this information? So now Employers the Act, or so the act does not uh, give a, like, you know, one blanket uh, division on you should or you should not have this information, mm -hmm. which is oh. now what I was going to go to in mm. terms of private. Oh. Uh, so the all this information can be accessed or requested for by people if they have lawful grounds or lawful basis to ask for it. Mm. Okay. Oh. So, yes. So then now the act goes out and gives out what a lawful basis. Okay. So parts of it include public interest. Some of it includes, for example, to discharge a contract, which is, for example, why your employer may ask for, you know, maybe a copy of your passport, a copy of your ID, NSSF, NHIF, KRA, those things, or, you know, to discharge statutory obligations or a legal obligation in law. Okay, like your employer needs to deduct the taxes and all those things, so then they'll ask for that information. So, mm -hmm. the the um, rule book is: Do you have a legal ground to ask for this information, okay. regardless of who you are? So, if you do have a legal ground or a legal basis, then you can go ahead and ask for it. Uh -huh. And then now the other ground rules that are set here are what we call principles of data protection, which uh, don't necessarily give like a clear do and don't. You can take this information and take it to Timbuktu. Yes, no. You know, it's not that prescriptive. Specific. 
Mm. It just gives general principles by which you abide for. So, for example, in real life, it's what we call the golden rule, okay? Do to others what you do unto you. You know, it doesn't exactly talk about every single situation on earth, but it's a principle you can carry along. Oh. So, it's the same thing with these principles of data protection. So, for example, there's one that's, that is called data minimization, which says you collect the least amount of information that you need to accomplish the goal or the purpose for which you are doing. So, for example, if, uh, let's say, you're walking into a building and uh, what is the least amount of information that they can collect to still accomplish the goal of identifying you? This is the Askari we meet who says, Gina, ID, yes. number, zero yes. 07. So what is the least amount yes. they yes. can, yes. Yes. What, is, what is it? So it's contextual. You see, yeah. it's always contextual because it really depends on where you're going. So for example, if you're going to a hotel and you know part of the booking may include you know, like your if you're residential, you know, if oh. if you're a foreigner, your passport number, your so it's really contextual. Oh. Okay, Airbnb if you're just walking into, now. yeah, if you're just walking into like a government building, maybe it's just your ID. They'll they'll check out and look and go. So it's a bit. Do contextual. they keep it or do? You? Uh, so right now, there's a memo that the government issued actually, I think, uh, a week ago, mm-hmm. um, saying that they they do have the power to retain it for the period you're in the building, but then they should return it to you, uh, with the caveat being they should only use it for that purpose only. So to identify who is in the building, they should not go photocopy it or go use it, you know, to register <laughs> as him yes. or, you know, anything else. Mm. It should just be for the one purpose again, yeah. which the one purpose is also a principle of data protection, that you must have an explicit, definitive purpose for which you're collecting the information. And if you use it for something else, then um, that that becomes an infraction under the law. And we have seen, um, you know, lots of cases globally. So, for example, we've had, like in Greece, for example, um, there was, um, I think, PwC Greece collected information from employees, and then they used the information. You see, it's collected in the context of employment, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then they used the information for commercial purposes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were actually fined because now there were complaints that were made, and and they were actually fined by the regulator mm-hmm. because of breaching the purpose limitation. So when you collect information, you should be able to have an explicit purpose for which you're collecting it for. You should be able to notify the the person whose information you're taking. This is the reason I'm collecting this information about you, this is what I'm going to do with it. If you want to enhance your uses, then you need to update them on why you're enhancing and in some cases even go ahead and get their consent. When we come back, Mm -hmm. uh, we shall ask more questions, photographs. But right now, I actually had... I have questions. You have many questions. These questions are very easy. But Who the first, do you want to ask them first to? question <laughs> yes. is for our social media manager at yes, Capital yes, FM. Yes, yes. This yes, man yes. has been really torturing some of us, yeah. picking photos, photos, f- I don't know from where. Yeah. Some of them he has taken himself of ourselves back in like 10 years ago when we were not the same person and posting them and saying happy birthday. I feel like he's invading my privacy. What say you? Well, your image is is actually part of what is considered personal data under the Act because (laughs) it can be used to identify you. Okay, so that's number one. Then number two, uh, like what I said earlier, there's personal data. There's some personal data that's, you know, not considered private or confidential. Uh And then there's the part of it that is, you know, private, sensitive, confidential should be t- um, used with a lot more caution and care. Mm. So, for example, I mean, your name 
is used by everyone when they call you. Oh, if you're okay. walking on the street, you're mm. dealing in the office. So in as much as, yes, it is personal data, and yes, it is protected by the, the, the law and uh-huh. under the Act, uh-huh. it does not enjoy the same level of you know privacy, uh, for example, as your financial details or your property details or your marital status and you know other things that are categorized as sensitive under the Act. Uh-huh. Now, when it comes to image, again, it's one of those areas where it really depends on what the image is, mm. okay? Because then, um, like the debate on CCTV cameras, mm. you know, or, and even nanny cams, you know, don't do you have them in bedrooms, in bathrooms, you know, like mm. that's 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 it's Wait, really still nanny cams yeah. in your own house, yeah, 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 because yeah. you're capturing people's yeah movements, face, they are you identifiable. Um, even even if you're using it for household use, there's still the question of the privacy of the individual. So while you may have it in the sitting room where it's come and go in its household use, and household use is exempted under the Act, but do you really need to have nanny comes in bedrooms where mm. people are, you know, taking a nap, y- yeah, or, or changing their clothes, or you know, bathroom? People have nanny comes in so bedrooms. It, it really, it really, it really just depends. Yeah, it depends because in some in some houses, nannies share rooms with the children. Mm. And I think you know we've had quite a bit of scandals and news and, and on yep. you know nannies yep. and children and, and oh. things like that. So yeah, there there are. Th- th- what situation. what I'm hearing is that this act needs to it's going to change. It's just it's still very new. It's from 2019, but I, I promise you by the end of this year there'll be changes because mm. of our behavior. Yeah, I think people's behavior is w- is probably what should then inform what is 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 put into the act as conditions. Um, and parameters within which we should operate. You yeah, know? but uh, and the, but the beauty about it is even the act as it is. You see, if this such a matter was to go to court or mm. even to the commissioner's office herself, mm. she'd look at the principles. Yes, you know, like like what I was saying, necessity mm. what was is it really necessary? Mm. Data minimization. So you want to track to make sure your nanny does not run away with your child or kidnap or whatever. Yeah. Is there a less invasive way to still accomplish the same goal? Yeah. Wow. You see, yeah. these are the questions you're going to have to answer for yourself. Mm. The beauty, but also the comp- complexity of all data protection laws the world over oh. is exactly that. It just gives you a framework. Mm. It's like what I was saying, the golden rule, do mm. to others what you'd like them, them to, to do to you, to you. Yeah. Yeah. applies so differently in very many different situations. So don't stick a camera so up someone's face in a club. If you don't want or, or, ah, or, or a yeah. wedding. Speaking of, you've just, you've just, you've read my mind yeah. Martin Karaoke yeah. because you referenced some uh, fines that, uh, you know, PwC Greece uh, went through. Mm-hmm. And I know not too long ago here, maybe mm-hmm. four months ago, three, yeah. four months ago yeah. uh, we read of uh, some uh, let's say people who had uh, been bad badly behaved mm-hmm. <laughs> where people's images and privacy and data was concerned mm-hmm. um, and so we are starting to see the data commissioner yes. actually issue uh, fines and pay so so it's not just a statute that's there for the sake of being there yes. it's active it's live it's yes. in use it has teeth it has and, teeth and, and it bites, bites. So what are some of the, the, the fines that we've seen and what are some of the infractions? So people take these things seriously because I think we do, you've mentioned uh, pictures in a club, and for weddings. example. And weddings. Oh. Yeah. So like maybe like back to your question, the one you asked on your social media manager. Yeah. So mm-hmm. first of all, for employers, mm-hmm. if you're taking, you know, photos of your employees to celebrate their birthdays, is, is that in your data protection policy? Uh-huh. You know, each, do you each have institute. Yeah, do you have policy? a policy, <laughs> yeah. number one, yeah. um, that, that caters for, you know, all 
all the different types of data you collect, what you do with it, where you store it, how you use it, you know, all that stuff. And have yeah. you shared it with your staff, for example, oh, oh. if it's staff data or your customers, if it's customer data, okay? Oh, oh. Then now, even just the image question, uh, they can take images of you to celebrate your birthday. So one, are you aware? Because if it's, yeah, we're taking photos as a company to put on the website, you've all been told we're having photo shoot on this day. It's, you know, very clear yeah. uh, versus I'm fishing out photos of you, okay? <laughs> I could be fishing from your siblings, from your brothers, from, you know, whatever. Or our networks are common friends. Maybe we were friends before we started working together and things like that to celebrate your birthday. Now, celebrating your birthday is one thing. Okay, and and that's sort of like the use of your image versus, for example, now what the clubs are doing, um, yeah. where it's almost like commercial use in terms of advertising. Come hang out at my club, uh, and and the photos that have been used are people who are chilling. They've taken photos of you and put on social media and say, you know, come hang out here, uh, which now goes into commercial use, which is different from if it's celebrating your birthday. Yeah. Okay, so they it is expected that there's some commercial return for commercial use of data, and oh. and then it brings you know all these questions of. I never used to care before and maybe <laughs> I posted my own photo of myself yeah. at your club yeah. on my social media handle. Yeah. Yeah. But unless you're just retweeting it and saying, oh, wonderful, come, come, you know, enjoy yourself like these people. The moment you download and then you upload it as a new post, mm -hmm. that's republication and you don't have, you know, do you have my consent? Okay. Have you had a conversation with me? Because when I'm the one posting it, I'm the one doing my own disclosure for myself. I'm yeah. okay with everyone on my handles or on my media, my platform, my homepage is knowing I was at this club. But when you're the one who now downloads it and then you go and add, I don't know, your logo, your what, or you add an, an entire narrative, yeah. then it really crosses over now into commercial. What about social media is you've, you've posted it on your, on your pages mm -hmm. but you've made it public it's not a private yes it's not private yes like instagram has public and facebook yes yes how do you how do you how do you get away with that you know clubs can actually say listen this is public it's the public domain yes so now you're not going to be um th your contention is not that it was private mm -hmm. yeah okay your contention is how they are using it okay that you are using it for a purpose that you have not told me of uh -huh. you uh -huh. did not tell me that you're going to take my photos and use them for commercial gain yes. or to use them to market yourself so you, you'll be contending the use mm -hmm. not that they uh, irregularly acquired the photo because so you're the one who availed it on you made it available so yeah. bottom line is people must ask yes first. you have to you ask. have to disclose yeah and, yeah, and, ask, and the person ask. can say no you yes. have a right to say, actually, no. Yeah. I'm at Bagatel every single don't, Thursday, but don't, post but don't use my photo while yeah. I'm there yeah. to publicize the fact my that presence. on Friday, UV will be there or somebody else will be there. And or it's actually caused issues for, like, you know, come on, Mananchi, mm. you're, you're an elder in your church. Mm. Guys, in your photo. remember mm -hmm. the photo studios mm -hmm. that used to have photos of people hanging yes. on and barber shops? They still yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> hanging, people who do not know. Uh, hang on. You walk into your photo studio and you find your mother's photo, yeah, or your yeah, grandfather's yeah. photo there, and they were mm -hmm. not told. So that by itself is that. So for uh, um, it would depend again on the context within which that entire conversation happened. But one, most of them would put the photos there, like they took photos of you and delivered the works, and you failed to pay, for yeah. example. Okay, uh -huh. so now because they have the work product, they put it on display yeah. there. It helps them that it's within their premise, okay. so it's not necessarily you know too public and all of that. But right now, the way the act is set up, you can actually query and ask those questions yeah. of if you know it's a wall of displaying. This is a four. This is a five. It's clearly marked 
marketing activity yeah. for customers who come, you can, you actually have the right to object and tell them you do not want your photo being mm. used there. Some actually, ask, some actually ask these days, you opt in or opt out. It says, would you be comfortable if we used your photos? So that's, that's part good of practice now. Yeah. What yeah. about public figures like Ludacris, who is in every barbershop? <laughs> style number four. <laughs> <laughs> so are, we, are we going into all the Matatu artwork? Yeah, like, exactly. this, is, this is massive. No, a, fo- a photo, a photo, an image, you know. I saw TD Jakes on a Matatu. Yeah. So, so for public figures, it gets, uh, it gets a bit dicey. Of course, they still have the same rights, yeah. uh, but then because you're a public figure and, and your image is out there, mm. there's a level of expectation that, for example, that you would expect that you know people will be using your 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 images or your likeness, yeah. you know, everywhere. But they can still um, sue or contest for the use. Because if you're using, you know, whatever, um, TDJX or any other local person here yeah. to make money and you're actually making money because of the use of their image, then they can actually ask you to compensate them because you're making money off of them. I'll even go a step further and say, if you didn't do ludicrous hair, <laughs> <laughs> why the heck is that picture? <laughs> why? So you have this skill. Yeah. This is the head you planted. Lines on. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, so then that's the thing. They can actually contest the use. Yeah. It, it goes back down to the use. The same way you'll contest the club mm. using you for marketing mm. is the same way they can contest you using, using them, them for marketing and making money off of their image without compensating them for this it. And you don't have their This contents. goes for photo models and f- models yes. and everyone. Yes, yes, yes. I knew there was a... Even employees, actually, because there is a case, mm. um, actually, because even before the commissioner came um, um, to, to office, office mm. there, there were still some cases that were taken to court. Again, same thing. You take photos. There's a company that took photos of one of their employees who was a plumber, used it on the calendars for the merchandise uh, for the company, the New Year calendars, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, and the plumber was not happy about it and, and actually asked questions. Yeah. But then when they asked questions, here's another common mistake that very many companies make world over. You make the mistake of using the image or whatever it is that you did without permission or uh-huh. not doing it lawfully. Then when you're asked questions, you don't even want to answer or engage. Mm. You know, you can actually get fined by the commissioner for That's her writing to you and you failing to respond. Oh, wow. Regardless of whether, you know, whatever the infraction is true or not. And, and, and that just goes, by you know, not responding. Yeah, exactly. Just by mm. not responding because you should cooperate with any investigation. Then now for this case, when he asked questions, they ended up, you know, firing him and laying oh, him wow. off because he was asking questions. But you see, the calendar has been gifted to, you know, everyone. It's all over. It's mm. on everybody's desks. Mm. And, and the plumber sued and won. Yeah. So it's it's not just, you know, famous people. You don't own your employees. Yeah, you, no, you, you no, don't. No, do you that's slavery. Yeah. So you I, I if you that. own them, yes, that's slavery, basically. Yeah. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And I think if there's anybody out there, you have your small business, your medium-sized business, your big business, do you have a policy? Because yeah. I think a lot of these things, I always say like the, the, the document is important. Oh. Mm. It doesn't need to be super complicated. It can even just be one line. Yeah. I consent yeah. Yeah. to yeah. my yeah. image being used by and my employer and that covers you. for one, two, and three. Mm. It just needs to be clear because then when you're fighting, it becomes he said, she said. And under the law, actually, um, even in the Data Protection Act, is a recognition of like vulnerable groups and, and vulnerable groups. You know, it's not just young children, for mm-hmm. example, old people. Yeah. It would also include employees because wow. of the power play between oh. employer and oh. employees. So it's one of those things, again, that... Oh.
So, so if we were to a- ask you the question, how can I take control of my data? Oh. Your three tips for our listener today. So, number one, if you're not comfortable with it growing legs and staying out there forever, mm-hmm. uh, keep it secure, keep it private, uh, don't share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, be mindful mm-hmm. of um, what, you, what you're doing, yes. um, especially with regards to uh, any sensitive information of yours. Ask questions mm-hmm. if you're not sure. Uh, but also for parents, definitely be mindful of you know what you do with your children's information because yeah, the internet lives forever. Mm-hmm. And the nice cute photos you share of them struggling to shower, struggling to, to stand, struggling, you know, all those things mm. are the ones that the social media manager will be pulling to mm. celebrate They've happy birthday me- for your child. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. when they're older and they might actually not be comfortable with that level of exposure mm. or, or oh. embarrassment. Mm. There's some so bad people out there. Yeah, yeah, so it's just a call to action yeah. to, to be mindful about that. And then maybe the last one also, because Kenyans will have lots of free things, you know, <laughs> free Wi-Fi. Yeah. I uh, think think yeah. think twice. Yeah. Don't don't do anything sensitive or anything private over free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. just hotspot because free Wi-Fi you may actually also be the 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 meal for the hacker. The hacker is also there. Yeah. Okay, enjoying the free Wi-Fi. Mm. So again, just think through um your your practices. Mm. Free Wi-Fi. Uh, how, how many times? <laughs> this, uh, let's let's talk to our middle class uh, summer winter bunnies. You have Wi-Fi. Y'all have Wi-Fi. <laughs> y'all have Wi-Fi. Even before the menu comes, yeah. y'all have Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes, we are shouting. We are yeah. shouting. Yeah. Uh, Mercy, thank you so much. Where can we find you since uh, yeah. you keep everything <laughs> private? private. <laughs> where, where can we find you officially? <laughs> uh, officially on LinkedIn. Yes. On LinkedIn, you can find me, Mercy mm-hmm. Mutindi. Uh, yes, uh, I think that is the one social media platform I'm active on or on email, missmutindi at gmail. And if, if people need yes. to get their data privacy policies, if they need, because you said your title is a certified I'm a certified information privacy manager. manager. I'm also a certified information privacy technician. That means helping technologies comply with the privacy by design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you bake in all these privacy controls into technology? Um, and yeah, I, I have about like 12 privacy certifications yes. that I won't go into. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also a member of the Kenya Privacy Policy, uh, Kenya Privacy Professionals association there's okay. one and it exists mm-hmm. uh, and it just uh, brings together all the privacy professional practitioners uh, yes yeah. so we can also help you industry small businesses whatever just thinking through uh, how to comply with the data protection act but also just how to clean your house uh, from a privacy perspective all right. I like it thank you and so much for enlightening us Mato looks different and yesterday <laughs> we were told to adapt yeah adopt adopt adapt yeah. and adopt this is adapting and adopting we're things. talking about AI yesterday. AI so. and mm. basically become a technician, uh, advocate. Yeah, get, get the certification. Well done. That was fantastic. That, I learned so much. I loved it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming through. Capital FM.